0: people. Happy 4th of July. Okay, I'm excited. I just checked the weather. And as you know, I'm going to a picnic today, which requires me not being in front of a computer screen. So that makes me happy. But the weather is supposed to be perfect. And perfect to me is somewhere between 70 and 85. (laughs) I hopefully will get a little bit of brownness added to me. I have this rule, um, tan fat is prettier than white fat. It's it's just a rule. <laughs> it's just my thing, but I like it. And since the tanning beds still aren't open, I will get it the hard-earned way. Uh, before I read today's reading, I just kind of wanted to share what I think about the word independence. I know that you guys are worldwide, so I'm not going to get into independence of America. I want to talk about independence from gambling. And as I was thinking about this, the first thing that came to mind was at the church I go to, it's non denominational. And I mean, it's, I like. I like how they present things, but instead of making it all like God and devil, they refer to bad stuff as the enemy. So if we can almost think of gambling as the enemy, or, you know, if if it was, I guess, deeper into religion, the enemy makes us gamble. I don't know if that's an accurate way of saying it, but I think you get my point. So... The freedom today, because I'm not betting, to not set an alarm, because I don't have like a second job to help me pay with my dad, or I don't. I wasn't up all night gambling, so I don't have to worry about balanced rest. The freedom of knowing that I'm going to a picnic, and don't have to. Worry about my mind wanting to be somewhere else. I'm not going to be playing poker at that picnic, for example. I'm going to be visiting and enjoying the people I'm around. So, freedom from like that, the monster (laughs) that gambling is. I mean, it's so hard to enjoy life. When we're betting, like truly enjoy life, like things like the sun shining, or the simple act of I have to still um, prep what I'm bringing, and I enjoy cooking and cutting, and I'm only bringing pepperoni and cheese, but I did buy cheese that wasn't sliced, so I have to do some slicing. But even that, I can listen to my music. Um, I noticed that my, my, lovely mentor, Zumba instructor is teaching a class in a little bit. So I'm going to try to catch some of that. So I have the freedom to make that choice. Um, And I actually, I think I'm going to talk about her a little tonight because I just had some, like a download about her and and something that transpired in the last day. Um, So I'll share a little bit about more about her tonight. I have her heavy on the brain, I think. Um, But as you go through your day, maybe just think about The things that you're doing that aren't gambling, that are giving you some freedom and independence of the addiction to where you can like truly just be present, enjoy, and get to spend some time with yourself and others like your true self, not not racing brain self. Okay, here goes our reading. Oh, go figure! I mentioned church, and the quote is from the Bible, John four eighteen. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth casteth out fear. Well, that was a mouthful. Gets rid of fear. Is that is that a better way? <laughs> All right. Fear of people is usually a fear of rejection or disapproval, often brought about by our own sense of unworthiness. Feeling we are without value, we may settle for less than we are entitled to or less than we could have. It is difficult to strive for closeness with others or to better ourselves when we believe the answer will be no. But as we learn to love ourselves better, we no longer fear rejection. We know what we are. We know that we are valuable and unique with or without the validation of other people. We can risk being ourselves. Coming Coming to accept the love of our higher power grants us a new confident serenity that helps us overcome fear. As our spirituality grows, we feel more confident and worthy of love. We are able to face our fears with a serenity that increases every new day. Today I pray I may always walk with full awareness of God's presence and perfect love. Okay, my thoughts. The first one is... Fear is the opposite of love, as I'm learning. And we can't feel both at the same time, is the way I understand it. So if we're filled with love, love for ourselves, love for other people, and allowing ourselves to be loved because we're not afraid we won't be loved or we're not afraid we'll be judged, we can accept more love and feel more love and love's definitely a much better feeling than fear the next the next aha or pop in my head was about this worthiness stuff and I might have told you guys I had a meltdown in training last week or the week before uh, surrounding worthiness and my relationship with money and it's no different whether I'm talking about money or a good relationship, whatever. Whatever has a value, if you don't think you're worthy of it, you can't receive it. It's it's really just that simple. And I didn't even know I felt that way until this meltdown on <laughs> in this training. And... I trace it back to to childhood which again I'm learning is a big part of recovery I believe because of the way it's having an impact on me and how this childhood stuff keeps going back whether it's addiction or just just being open like the people that I'm surrounding myself with in a lot of these classes have had trauma they've had issues and and by trauma i mean something that's impacted them along the way negatively i'm i'm not going to put it in a bucket i'm not going to say that it was you know neglect or phys- physical or sexual abuse it it doesn't even have to be that way as as odile shared you know a four-year-old's trauma of dropping ice cream on the ground that's traumatic to a four-year-old or maybe it was Neil. I don't know. Oh, well, no, I'm losing track. It's been a while. But Odile and Neil, two very different people and guests that were here before, had had both went back to childhood. So those are just two examples of how that keeps showing up. So anyway, I totally digressed. But going back to some of that stuff and sorting it out, first figuring out where it started I think has had some value to me. At least that's what happened in my my meltdown was, oh, oh, this is why I don't feel worthy. This is why I don't feel like I deserve stuff. So then once I realize how irrational that these outside circumstances, you know, and for me a lot of it surrounded my biological father you know when once he went off and started his new family he stopped showing up to pick us up he would pick you know drinking and drugging and music over us you know all these all these things and in my adult life I re- I I noticed that I chose to be around people who were good fathers but weren't available to be fully present for me hence i'm i was kind of like perpetuating the value of my worth like oh i'm not worth their their time and energy full time or i'm not going back to the money and my gambling well if we didn't have money growing up i must not be worth money or have the ability to have money so gambling was a good way Now, this is very subconscious, right? I don't know that I'm doing this when I'm gambling or when I'm not capable of having a bank account with more than just enough to pay the bills or float the next check or advance at a casino or a credit card, Um, but not thinking that I could be a normal person. I remember, and I don't remember a lot of things, so when I remember things, they're pretty significant. But being really young, I want to say my early 20s, and I have a cousin who was, a, she's a couple years younger than me, but she had like $10,000 in the bank. And at the time, I think I was making 13 or $14 an hour, which 20 something years ago at, you know, early 20s, late teens, where, wherever I was, it was, you know, a good amount of money. And I didn't have that. Of course, I was gambling, but. I was like, how did she do that? Whatever. And, you know, she had really loving parents. Well, you know, her her situation was different. Her mom may have taught her how to look at money different, where our household came more from a place of scarcity because of Bob. So I, I don't know. It's, it's just wild that once I recognized all that stuff, in hindsight, I now know how freaking incredible I am, how awesome I am, how much I deserve to have a really good life without gambling. It makes it so easy to not gamble. It's crazy how that works. And I just saw the same thing. I, I was a bad girl this morning. I went on social media, of course, before jumping on here. And there was somebody in the alcohol-free room who has a picture. He's traveling with his wife and, you know, he speaks to the drinking the same way. If I was still drinking, I wouldn't be in a foreign country enjoying myself, that kind of um, attitude because the addiction robs us of, of those things, of those opportunities. So we, me, you, everybody, we deserve more than that. We deserve more than what the the enemy gambling, the devil gambling, whatever you want to call it. We deserve more than what that robs us from or keeps us from. So be independent of that today and know that you're worth it. I'm telling you so, so it must be true, okay? Like just so that we're really clear about that. I want you to know it and continue to remind yourself even if you have to like look in the mirror every morning and tell yourself whether you believe it or not you'll get to believing it but you are worth it Um, you're worthy of of this love this love that the reading talks about I I would I would say unconditional almost maybe more so unconditional with a higher power than a human because humans are just that they're human But you deserve it. A new confident serenity that helps us overcome fear is what the reading says. So when you get that and if you overcome fear, then you can come and show up and be in a place of love. It's really a beautiful thing. Okay, that's what I got. Happy 4th of July. I will definitely be back tonight. And like I said, I, I think I'm going to tell you a little a little story about how my gambling and when and how I quit gambling led to um, some ripple effects in the world. And I, I didn't even notice until this morning. So I'm feeling a bit of gratitude about that. And I'm going to leave you in suspense for the 8 or 12 hours it takes me to return. All right, I hope that you have a... Super duper, I don't want to say fabulous. I hope you have a super duper fabulous weekend. And I will chat with you guys later.